0: Welcome back to another episode of Hearts Garden Podcast. I am your host, Dawn, and I am excited to be doing an episode two. (laughs) I didn't think I would actually be doing an episode two whatsoever. I thought I just needed to get some things off my chest. But um, hearing some of the responses from you all and your outpour of love and support made me understand even more how important it is to be heard as a person and be seen as a person. And for those of you who know, of course, I've been writing poetry for what feels like my entire life. And I was, you know, stumbling through some old photos and things and some of my old pieces as I put this book together, um, my book of poetry together. And I found a piece that I want to read to y'all and it is I'm gonna just do an excerpt right because I don't want to give the whole poem away um but I, I just thought it was so profound for all of the things that I'm currently dealing with and what my friends have been dealing with just certain conversations surrounding our favorite topic right we all talk about love so much and it's just profound to me like how things I've written in the past just ring so true for who I am right now and the things that I am learning about myself and the spaces that I enter so it says it's not that you doubt love you just doubted your former teacher now you've made everyone after them suffer for their negligence if you try to run with someone else's feet you'll never learn that you can fly and in that piece I'm not sure what the situation was or what I was speaking to, whether I was speaking from my perspective or um, a friend who may have been going through something at the time. But I always look back on pieces like that and just say to myself, like, wow, we really don't know love. And not to say your current relationship or whatever you believe love to be is 100 percent false, but we as a society are so hell bent on this version of love or an aesthetic of romantic love that we 100% lose ourselves or miss love completely because we are really focused on a desired outcome without realizing that there's so much work in between. There's so much understanding in between And when we talk about hearts garden, right, and the things that we plant here and want to grow here, we also have to talk about what's in the soil. And if you pay attention to the soil, you can really know how your plant going to grow, right, based on if you if you're nurturing it with the proper things. And every plant doesn't need the same soil. And within that soil is also a mirror to tell you about yourself to tell you about your heart and to tell you about your love. And Love for me over the years has acted as a mirror to really show me myself in real time, to show me my experiences and to show me the way that I get angry. Show me the way that I love other people. Show me the way that people love me. Show me how I navigate different types of love, platonic, romantic, um, familial. All of those types of love work differently um, for the greater good of myself and what my spirit feels aligned with. I think we've gotten to the point where we've made love an aesthetic. We've made it something that falls on your For You page or on your Instagram explore page, you know, there's even sponsored posts that talk about what love should look and feel like. We don't ever allow people to just feel love the way that they are designed to. And what I mean by designed to is Each individual person sees, feels, thinks, holds on to, smells. The sound of love for them is going to be completely different from how it is for you. And because we've given love such an aesthetic, we forget that the things that we want, we are limiting because we are trying to live somebody else's experiences. We are not hearing ourselves. Love has shown me so much about how... I operate, right? I used to think like, oh, I can be low maintenance. I can do X, Y, Z. And this is the type of, because of this is the type of love I want. These are the X, Y, Z things I need to do to show up and deserve love. When that is not the case, I really have to be my full authentic self to get and give the love that I want. I have been a recovering pick me, right? I used to always want love to find me and whisk me off my feet. I wanted it to come in a certain package. I wanted this person to look a certain way, to act a certain way. And don't get me wrong. You definitely want someone who is compatible with you, right? And when we say compatibility, people think about what this person is wearing what this person does for a living, how will we look in social settings, and to be honest for me at this point it's none of that, I don't care the package that love comes in, I care about the person it comes in, and who is that person, have they taken the steps to heal in whatever traumas that may be coming You know, through their life experiences? Have they taken the opportunity to understand their spirit? Have they taken the opportunity to hold space for other people? Because that is also a part of the love that I want and require. I don't want a person that can't hold space for anyone other than themselves. I don't want a person who sees adversity and gives up immediately. I don't want a person who feels like their purpose lies within the manipulation of other people right and sometimes manipulation to just a sidebar here is not like just crazy malicious intent sometimes people are like let me go and do what I need to do so I can get this out of a person get that out of a person even if their best intentions is to elevate themselves right because that's what we are on this world to do but there is There's no give. There's always take. And that is important to me. I feel like everything that we've learned about love when it comes to that, that excerpt from my poem, right? It's not that we doubt love. We just doubt our former teachers. And we fail to realize that our former teachers didn't have it, have it together. I know that the men and women who taught me about love are human first and with that they made mistakes in love they didn't understand what I what what they were doing and how they were allowing me to make up my own rules about love I thought love should be constant check-ins right and not communication I mean like you good but not really caring if that person is good love has not been, you know, there shouldn't be a blueprint for love. There shouldn't be um, this, this space where people go into and be like, yep, that's love. That's love. I feel like we should be figuring that out for ourselves, designing it. I know that I need to feel a level of security in love, a level of patience, because there's a lot of things that I am growing through. And I need a person who understands that where I am in life, they don't have to necessarily be there, but they have to hold my hand, right? They ain't got to do the work with me, but they got to, they got to hold my hand. Actually, I strike that from the record. Okay, your honor. They do need to do the work with me, (laughs) but also at that same time, I am willing to do the work with them. I feel like love for me, at least should be me working on my things while working on your things while working on our things. I feel like there's, there's a type of partnership that I want to design for myself that doesn't allow me to suffer first. Every love aesthetic that I've saw at least in a lot of black women, they've suffered first. Like this person put them through X, Y, Z. This person has said the things and we give second, third and fourth and 58th chances. And then finally it clicks for that other person. And I just personally don't want to love that. I got to suffer, suffer for first. And I think we, get in our own way by trying to be everybody else's version of love. I have groups of friends who have all types of love, right? And like the Christian loving husband and wife and blah, blah, blah. These are the values that they have. And then I have the polyamorous group of friends who love in a multitude of ways for themselves and their other partners. I have friends who live in queer relationships and they design their love a particular way that doesn't encompass gender roles at all. Um, I think that in being in these spaces with these people and seeing the way that they love, one thing that I notice 100% of the time is care and when you are truly cared for that is a different beast and it's not something that they feel obligated to do it's something that they want to do it's something that they lean in to do it feels like a badge of honor for them in all of these um, different relationships and excuse me I know that love gives you the right to do that This episode is really just me speaking aloud for the type of love that I think we miss because we try to get to somebody else's goal. We try to run somebody else's race. We try to use someone else's feet to get us there. Someone someone else's path, blueprint, yellow brick road. I don't want to follow the yellow brick road on somebody else's journey to love because then I realize how unhappy you know, we are, or the world will be. And that's not to take away from people who are loving in a way that, that feels right to them, but it has to feel right to them. It has to be important to them, right? It's not what she has or what he has or what they have. I need it's, how does that make you feel? How does that make you want to show up for yourself and someone else? And speaking about certain topics ad nauseum for me is a level of love. Understanding who someone is as you meet them every day, because who they wake up as today is not the person who they wake up as or they woke up as yesterday. They are completely different people right? Maybe some remnants of some of their understanding, but even the way we love is rooted in some level of conditioning, right? I used to be somewhat of a conservative in the sense of like covering myself up in certain spaces, right? Going to go change my my pants when men would enter family homes or, you know, certain environments where I knew it would be, um, a little more, you know, respectable, quote unquote, right. Respectability politics always played a a role in how I showed up. Right. So I always covered up, always said the right things, always pushed myself to be what it is other people would desire. I could vaguely, um, not vaguely, vividly remember being in a public space and hearing men that I found attractive be like, Oh yeah, that's a good woman right there. She she was quiet. She was she was just so sweet and X Y Z. So then I was like, Okay, this is what I need to be. Baby, I started being quiet. And if you know me in real life, you know I am Chatty Kathy. So for me to be quiet, y'all, I was dying on the inside. But I started turning myself into all of the things that I thought people would want to receive from me so that I could get my desired outcome but then I realized I wasn't being true to myself that I wasn't being authentic that I wasn't giving myself the space to exist and if you know me now you know that I refuse to cover up and it's not because I want to just display my body everywhere but it's a part of what makes me feel comfortable and whatever makes my soul feel comfortable that's the type of love I want to receive when someone can see that I also found how difficult it is to really experience love when you have blinders on or when you have a fog covering up what it is you truly need to see I know that in future relationships, I definitely want to put down gender roles. Um, Gender roles, for me at least, have been so constrictive, right? Like, well, I got to test this person back. I got to blah, blah, blah. I got to make sure, you know, give it a time. Don't be too eager, right? Open their door. Make sure they open minds. Um, Since if I don't receive flowers or if you haven't planned this date out at XYZ capacity. And it's like, but have they listened to your heart? Have they listened to now? Granted, this is not obviously the beginning stages, but has this person shown you them enough so that they can see you more vividly? Like what is the color of their love? What is the sound of their love? what is the taste of their love and how do you feel when you experience it how do they move throughout the world I really want to give love the opportunity to make herself right because I think love is for sure a woman Um, if if, if it's a spirit it has all levels of femininity okay Um, for me for me I know everything has duality so I will only speak for myself but I believe that love has a way of soft softening who we are um as people and it's not to make us weak but to make us see our true strength is in rest and in the non resist Resistance to what is to come for us. I just want people to really love themselves all the way through so that they can receive the love that they so desire that's authentic to them and not this level of I need love to make me feel like XYZ. Like I said before, it's not the trips, it's not the vacations, it's not the the bag it's not all of those things yes they can be a part but how do you really show up what work have you done on yourself in love have you taken any of the lessons from your former teachers and been like this is what I can do better this is what I didn't do enough of this is something that I needed from this person and I could not receive this is something that made me feel uncomfortable Shout out to my sister, Evan, who sent me a color wheel when I was going through my things and I needed to really call out what it was I was experiencing and what it was that I wanted to make known. I think love requires a lot of clarity, not only from yourself, but from other people. Right. You need to be extremely clear on who you are, what it is your desires are. And granted, those things do change over time. Those things are something that you have to constantly rework, which is why love isn't a one size fits all because you are ever changing. You've grown out of clothes. You've grown out of friendships. You've grown out of homes and experiences. You've grown out of certain activities. So why is it that you feel like because of the way you've been taught about love, you cannot grow out of that too? You have to give yourself the freedom to be, to express, to love fully, to show up as yourself with your only intentions being that being who you are right now in that moment in love. And I've decided that, you know, with that color wheel, I have the I have the ability to use words to paint pictures for people. <laughs> I I told someone this before. Like I my words usually paint pictures four people on the canvas I done picked out the easel I done picked out all of the colors and given the mediums and I've decided that this is what I want what I'm saying or doing or loving you in this way I want this to look I give them a completed mural of my feelings and emotions of my version of love without allowing them to paint the picture for themselves when I really should Supply them with the colors and we figure out the canvas of our love together. And that's in every time, every version of of love. But I think when we come up with the picture of what love is supposed to look like and it doesn't include the other person, it doesn't give them any say so in how they get to operate in loving and expressing themselves to you. And I encourage people to, while you're designing what you want love to look like for yourself, if you are partnered, if you are partnered, you need to also understand what love looks like for them. And now y'all are painting a new canvas together. They got a brush, you got a brush. And y'all both cover the whole painting. It's not a my side and their side. It's a our side. It's an our painting. It's an what this looks like. And even as I'm saying these things and I have an idea of what I want my love to look like, right? When that person shows up and we meet each other for the first time, I also give myself the freedom to know that that love can change. And my love has changed from a package to a person, right? From an idea to a feeling from words to spiritual callings right allow yourself to exist in a way that love has no choice but to invite themselves into your space and that just starts by living authentically so I kind of just wanted to take this quick episode to talk about how love has to be a mirror. You really have to see it. You really have to see yourself. You really have to see how you gauge life and the things. And to give yourself up the opportunity not to put love in a box. Don't put it in a box of your emotions. Don't put it in a box of your former teachers. Don't put love in a space where you have to see it with someone else's eyes view it for yourself feel it for yourself understand it for yourself you if you if you want love to show up for you you have to show up for it and the only person that can make that urgent is you remember love is not an aesthetic it is a feeling and a state of being it is an energy it is a movement It is the materials of your heart's garden and whenever you move through that, it is something that you have to do with fresh air and fresh eyes every day and you got to lay all that other shit down. Don't neglect love because you've decided it should be something that it'll never be for you. So that is it y'all real quick but just know that if you are listening know that I love you I am working on making these episodes more structured so that we have a consistent topic and in every podcast right there are so many topics that have been talked about and there's nothing new under the sun but I hope that when you listen to this that you gain new perspective right I'm not trying to show you the color yellow (laughs) I'm trying to show you the the color yellow on my canvas and hopefully that that gives you enough space to design your own color yellow um figuratively of course but thank y'all so much for listening y'all know I don't do edits I might be I might get better at that but I just wanted to take this time to say thank you to say I love you I hope that you are planting seeds in your heart's garden. I hope things are growing there. I hope you are loving there. I hope you are feeling love there and just experiencing yourself for yourself. So that way when you figure out the things you can share it with the world and feel like this is the best work you've put out. Um and that's all I wanna do. I wanna make sure that I don't neglect those who come after all of the love that I've experienced. But that they get the best versions of me in midst of my worst experiences. So I will never use no one else's feet to run because I have thus learned and love that I can fly. So until next time, this is the Hearts Garden Podcast. I am your host, Dawn, and I love you all the way through.